Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. So if you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Well, I get a chance to have a, a really interesting conversation today, and it, it stems from a relationship that dates back to, oh, many, many years ago. It's funny, I, I knew this guest um, from church. He's younger than me, and he will share that with you um, when we chat of uh, when he graduated high school. So I knew him as a, as a youth growing up in our church. And I've shared, he's been on the episode on, on our podcast before, and I've shared with you how we would banter back and forth about football and specifically Cowboys and Redskins. He's a Redskins fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. So every Sunday, there would always be just a little going back and forth. If he, if he would spot me in the hallways and be like, oh, Cowboys are going down. And I would say, well, yeah, those Redskins are no good too. So that's how, that's how our relationship grew. Since then, he has now grown as a, as a young adult and uh, gotten a chance to be in, just enjoy his growth in the podcast world. He has his own sports podcast where he gets a chance to talk about all things sports, but mostly his passion is NFL. But more recently, um, uh, he he's part of the radio stations around town and enjoys local high school as well. But I got to give a side note because this did not make the uh, the recording of our interview. He wanted me to doubly share that it was through him with some of our conversations in hallway conversations at church or even at his, some of his jobs or I'd see him around town, he would encourage me to begin a podcast. And he said, you're knowledgeable about real estate. You should do a real estate podcast. And I always thought to myself, well, it sounds good in theory. Not sure how practical it is. I'm not sure if it would be popular or successful or uh, if people would receive it well. Well, he planted that many years ago. And since then, that seed obviously has grown, and we are now well over 100 episodes. And uh, he wanted me to give a shout out on the 100th episode that it was from his brainchild idea that he he shared with me that we should begin a podcast. Um, so thank you, Josh Kirby, for uh, your encouragement, and uh, also just the uh, seeing the results on your end of how podcasts can work and just uh, encourage a community and uh, share information that's helpful and knowledgeable. So we get a chance to chat once again, and we are going to have a fun conversation about the local high schools. Um, Obviously, schools are back in session, and football is among us. This coming weekend kicks off the season, and in order to uh, launch us into that school year and this football season, who better than to have on our show and the uh, one and only Josh Kirby, who has his own podcast, Kirby on Sports, and he will get a chance to share more with you about the local knowledge here. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Josh Kirby. Well, here we are with Josh Kirby um, from the renowned Kirby on Sports podcast show, but we have many other things to discuss as well. So welcome back to Iconic Talk. Good to see you, man. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thanks so much for being here. And you are um, one of my go-to people to 
to talk anything sports. And today, we're going to get a chance to talk local sports. Absolutely. Um, but in the meantime, before we get to that, tell me about what's been going on in your world since we last chatted. I know you now are in radio as well. I, I've been in the radio business for about two years now. Mm-hmm. My second year covering high school football for Talk Winchester. We have News Talk 1400, mm-hmm. WINC AM, 102.9 Valley FM. We do some stuff on their broadcasting games as well. And we recently acquired 105.5 Wink FM. So right, right. Um, I do. I am the host of Hometown Football Friday Night on News Talk 1400 this year. And um, it gives spotlight to all the area schools, Clark County, James Wood, Millbrook, Hanley, Sharando, and we just added Strasburg High School to our coverage area this nice. year. Don't so, want to leave them out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, last year was sort of got to figure out what's right. Mm-hmm. My first year, making sure everything I'm doing is pretty good. Now that I have a feel for it, um, we have Strasburg High School now. So basically, each and every week, interview the coaches, talk about the matchup before what they look to improve on and you know the matchup this week nice. so yeah it, it's a lot of fun getting out there just um building connections in the local community mm-hmm. the local high schools i've been out to almost all of the schools i'll be out to clark county later today as we are recording mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um talking to their head coach some players just trying to get an idea of how these teams are going to look mm-hmm. because on paper the stats say one thing but you look at the team in person yep. you could see something completely different so you get a chance to to watch the the team's practice and get your take on how they're looking even right now preseason well uh that depends do, they, do the coaches let you watch no it, no it's not that but like <laughs> the schedule times i was there uh-huh uh, like i was at Sharando tail end of their practice i didn't really see much um millbrook they had um a film day so they mm-hmm. weren't practicing so mm-hmm. i you know it's it's hit or miss but i've been out to one or two schools seen i've seen some practice but that was before pads so i can't really make an assumption on how the team's gonna look this early sure but I know one thing that's standard through all of our local area schools that everybody has high energy and they're ready for another football season. Well, that's the neat thing about football or that's the neat thing about any sport. But specifically, I feel like football has that energy where you you have a season that ended a year ago almost. And then you get to start a whole new season fresh. There's new kids. There's new students there's new players that happens in nfl it happens in college and it happens in high school even probably even more turnover in local high school so you you need to have a pulse on even what's what happened last year and a pulse on who the new rising kids are freshmen absolutely sophomores juniors coming up so give us the recap of what happened in our area last year um for those that weren't around i remember being at a Hanley James Wood football game. That was, that was the best game I've seen in the only that high so school many game people, I saw in person. So many people say it was one of the best high school games ever. Oh my gosh. Yes. And um, I, I was there in person and had to leave for just a small minute and came back and the overtimes just was 
ridiculous. So anyway, I say that you live right up the street, so that's easy for you. It was easy to come and go. <laughs> um, but tell me of just give me the summary of the schools themselves, um, the region that that they're in. For those that don't know, maybe you're, maybe you're new to Winchester or you're not familiar with how the high schools are broken down. Give us the breakdown. And now that you're talking about Strasburg as well and Clark County, what are the regional breakdowns? But then also I want to hear the highlights of last year. Regional breakdown. So the local teams around here, James Wood, Millbrook, Hanley, Sharanda, last year they were in region 4C. Mm-hmm. And for me, so State of Virginia, class one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. We're in class four, and usually they're broken up A, B, C, D. And six is the, the biggest and greatest number yes. of students in a school, yeah, one being the smallest. There, there are so many classifications in re- requirements for what you need in order to be in a certain classification, mainly for the most part number of students in the school that factors in but there are a Mm -hmm. lot of deciding factors that go into it Mm -hmm. but this past year last year millbrook hanley the schools i just listed off last year were in region 4c and that's where i think the biggest hiccup in a way is because then in the playoffs you're facing teams on the other side of the mountain, right. Woodgrove, Loudoun County, County, Loudoun area. Valley. Yep. And that school district operates a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And most of the schools there are pretty good from what I have seen. Mm-hmm. So both Sharando and Hanley made it to the playoffs, both losing to Loudoun County hmm. High School out of Leesburg, Virginia, who mm-hmm. ended up playing Kettle Run who was then in the Northwestern District mm-hmm. with, I believe they might still be, I, I'm not for sure on that, but Kettle Run last year was in the Northwestern District, which is Sharando, Hanley, James Wood, Millbrook, um, in that section, and we they play in that, that's part of the Northwestern District mm-hmm. standings. So that was for the region, Kettle Run and Loudoun County, and that game was really close. Kettle Run ended up winning and moving on to the state championship where they ended up falling to Dinwiddie. But um, all the schools, for the most part, in that region um, are pretty, pretty big. And the reason for the move from 4C to 4D, Mm -hmm. I think it makes it a little bit more competitive. There are some more schools that are farther away Mecklenburg. So 4D is going more south than correct. east. Correct. Right? More south. Orange County is on that list. Mm-hmm. Mecklenburg, that's almost to the North Carolina line. Hmm. Um, Amherst, Salem, which hmm. Sharanda's played Salem before. I, I've been down to that stadium um, before. But I, it makes it a little bit more competitive, but because of how far away these schools are right they 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 have it set up it's a north and south division in region 4d okay where they face off in their north and south divisions and they don't have to face the teams on the south like hypothetically if sharanda were to play mecklenburg they don't have to face them in until the region final Hmm. if i'm correct Mm -hmm. 
So it, it cuts down on travel time. That's yep. a factor. Yeah. So that uh, I mean that in each region, I believe they can set their rules differently on how they want to classify standings and everything. Now the neat thing is this is not just impacting football. Right, this four C to four D. Yeah, that is idea. actually it, impacting all the all s- sports. Right. I, yes, I believe for, so. For the entire yeah. just district now, yes. now that impacts every other sport. You can and, go down the list: cross country, basketball, soccer. You name it. In its own way, I think they're tailored a little bit slightly, and I'm not an expert on this by any stretch, but I think it's tailored slightly to each sport okay so i'm not really sure how but that's what i think but i again i could be wrong but this region switch now region 4c this year all the teams over the mountain so if there is a playoff scenario there is no chance that any of our schools have to travel over the mountain to play a team and some of the coaches i've spoken with say this makes it more competitive Mm -hmm. uh more competition comes out but to cut down on the travel time the north south i i I think everybody thought that was the best option that's a good that's a good option well it's interesting um insight not everybody's going to be aware of that so when you see the schedule come out or you see how the teams advance you're like well why are they going down there to orange county or wherever it might be instead of the Loudoun area yeah. that's in the past. Yeah. So the, the summer, you kind of gave us a little quick recap of what happened last year. Um, share with us the predictions. What have you, what are you seeing um, in the schools and what are the returning players to, to be on the lookout for? So uh, I didn't even mention bull, uh, the Bull Run District. That's 2B, if I'm correct. That's Strasburg, Strasburg and, Clark. and Clark. They're in Region 2. That's set up differently. I think there are like 10, 11, 12 teams okay. total in the Bull Run District, they call it. That's completely separate from this. Okay. But another factor to point out, they have a new PowerPoint system in 4D. I believe that's only 4D. I could be wrong. Again, I'm not an expert. But before, every team didn't have to worry about losing to a non-district opponent, like a West Virginia team or a team like like Clark County, just throwing a name out there. If Sharando were to play Clark County. Now, every game matters in a sense that if you lose, you're ranking goes down so so the playoff implications are greater this year in terms of every single game matters making each game important and i and i'm not and i'm not saying that i'm not saying that each game is not important to begin with but i'm just saying the implications are greater in terms of playoff chances getting to the playoffs mm-hmm. so look out for that mm-hmm. as well okay good so since we're on this topic then before we get to the the teams and the players how many teams do make it to a playoff after the season is over i believe the top four in the north and the south okay i could be wrong but i believe it's the top four good i, I think you're right so we'll roll with that you're the expert <laughs> um, so give us the recap and the, not the recap, but the, the breakdown of what you're seeing this coming year and this coming season. Um, and before you, oh, 
we're all over the map here, which is fine. But before we do that, share what school you went to so we know where your biases are. Um, I, went you... to, I went to Shrando class of 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I have to just point that out. that there's a little, There might be some bias in your n- predictions. N- not really. No. Not really. Okay. But um, I only have a few key losses and returners. Um, we'll start. So here. We'll start. Hanley went 7-4, and four, mm-hmm. losing to Loudoun County in the... Um, in the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, handily lost in the region final, um, and excuse me, handily lost in the region uh, region quarterfinals, and Shrando lost to Loudoun County in the region semifinals. Right. Um, handily has a new head coach Jake Smith. He came from Shrando last year. Okay. So there, one to two key losses, I'd say. Emerson Fusco. He yeah. played both sides of the football. He, he outstanding running back. He looked great. I, I mean, he, in not to mention Stephen Daly. He Stephen did, Daly. He played excellent back in the day. But they have a lot of key returners: Christian Metzger, Hassan Akambi, Braylon Miller, Mana Luska. A, a, a lot of key parts that. I saw really shine last year that mm-hmm. I think for Hanley will shine again this year. Mm-hmm. Clark County, they um, have sort of a, I think a wing T set. Um, they, they, they run the offense a little bit differently. Uh, they had great players in Kyler Darlington, Matthew Sipe, Kyler McKenzie. They all had part in running the football very effectively and very well. They graduated but they have a lot a lot of key returners on both sides of the football that I think Clark County will not really lose a step but I I think they're going to keep it up in the Bull Run District uh Will Booker a young guy Carson Rutherford Tanner Sipe Wyatt Palmer to name a few Mm -hmm. um Tapscott Matthew Tapscott looked really good last year um and Defensive guys, Alofi Saki, he played really, really well in the defense as well. But uh, just to name a few, I think Clark County, they, um, I, I think they're going to look good again this year because they only lost a few to graduation, mm-hmm. a few good ones. But I think the way Coach Childs and staff runs things, I think they're going to get even better this mm-hmm. year. That's just my thought. Okay. Uh, James Wood, new head coach, um, Todd Wilson. Um, they went two and six last year, but um, the the energy I'm seeing from James Wood this year, I feel like they're moving in the right direction. Um, and back to that crazy game last year, it yeah. was Hanley that beat James Wood yes. in a ridiculous overtime game where it was back and forth. You thought James Wood was going to win. Then you thought Hanley was going to win. And it was, it, it was one for the ages that if you were there, you remember it. But so that was an unfortunate loss for James Wood, but it, it boosted Hanley getting them into the playoffs. Well, if James Wood would have won that game, there's a chance Hanley might have not have been in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was a crazy that, game. That was an implication that was on the line. So, are you thinking that there's potential that James Wood could uh, 
could actually maybe even win and beat Hamley this coming year. I mean, that's that's the big rivalry of our town. It's really tough to say, Mark. I mean, th- this early, I can't really make too many assumptions. I think James Wood, they have a lot of energy as well. They're ready to get this season started. Um, Elijah Richards, look for him as the running back to um, have a lot of good yards this year. Casey Floyd, wide receiver from mm-hmm. last year. Um they also have linebacker Zach Smith. He's a senior um, this year. He was absolutely incredible last year. I, 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 I'm thinking nothing but the same for him this year. Mm-hmm. That, that's just my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, Strasburg, I don't really know a lot about Strasburg. I'm still doing my research. But they made it pretty deep in the, um, the region, uh, the playoffs rather, I believe Central ended up beating them. And Central, I believe, made it to the state semifinals this past season. But uh, Strasburg, I have to do a little bit more research on once I um, take a look, interview their head coach. Well, let's go to your hometown, homeschool, Sharando then. So Sharando, their quarterback is actually a, a, a son of one of our good friends. So Micah Carlson is the quarterback, and he's yep. an amazing athlete. Well, my, uh, Mike has been around the program for many years. Mm-hmm. I, I remember seeing him when I was walking the halls or during a football practice or something. Because dad is also a coach. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. So he's been around the program. Absolutely. He knows it. And they have high prospects, I would imagine, there at Sharando this year. What are your, what are your take? Yeah, Sharando knows how to uh, – Sharando football always – Puts out a good product. I think it's really great Micah Carlson is back. Um, another year under under center. I think he's going to do even better this year. He knows how to throw the football accurately and effectively. He can run when needed. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the big takeaway, TJ Rohrball, he is back with Sharando after two years off in administration. Um he was formerly a defensive coordinator, hmm. made it to two state championships under that team with Coach Bill Hall, hmm. who was who was the longest tenured there in my time at least. But um, seeing Coach Rohrball back at the helm uh, as the head coach, uh, I think that's really, really good for the program. Hmm. I think he's really going to do a great job, and the Sharanda Warriors team is going to look really good in my opinion. And Millbrook. Can't leave them out. Where where does Millbrook stand this year? Millbrook, um, they went eight and eight. Um, let me uh, let me make sure. Hold on. It was excuse me, six and six, not eight and eight. So six and six, they make it to the playoffs, playing in over the mountain team Tuscarora, mm-hmm. which I mean that was. An interesting back-and-forth matchup, low-scoring. But Millbrook ends up stunning Tuscarora, beating them by a point, 14-13. to 13. Mm-hmm. But ending up losing to Kettle Run. But a very successful season this last year. And they have some key pieces in the right places this year. I think they can do, do even better this year. It's interesting, too, that you're talking. There's a lot of coaching changes that that are uh, happening this season is there any one specifically that you think will be the most impactful change here locally i'd have to say tj roarball because he's been with shranda before 
he has an idea of the tradition Shrando brings. Mm-hmm. And I think he, I, I think he's going to make the most impact because he's been on that field before. He's coached some great defenses over the years, but now he's the head coach, and we'll just have to see where that takes him. See how the offense can shape up, too. Yeah. So give us your predictions. You've seen the teams. You're talking about them. You've given us the names. Uh, how do you, how can we rank and, and stack up our local schools one against one another? Man, that is really tough to say. And again, I, I honestly think it's a little bit too early. But if I had to say, I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, that's really tough. I mean, Sharando, I wouldn't be surprised if they're up there. Handley, I could see them making a run. Millbrook, I could see them making a run. I could see all our local schools. That's that's impressive. That makes you I, I, hopeful as as a, a fan of any one school, uh-huh. and it makes you proud to be a part of the Winchester community. To be like, if Absolutely. you are out and about on any given Friday, and if you pop by any one of those stadiums, you're going to see a good game. I. I believe so. I honestly believe that all these teams are putting out great products, and I'm looking forward to this upcoming Friday night. A lot of good football out on the local fields here in the Winchester surrounding areas, and I I honestly think we're going to see a lot of good football this year. That's exciting, and, and you're going to be a part of it. So give us a recap one more time of how people can find you, where your shows, what can they, uh, what can they glean from your knowledge out there on the radio waves and podcast waves. So Hometown Football Friday night, that's on News Talk 1400, an hour before kick. So kicks at 7, it starts around 6. I'll be interviewing coaches each and every week. Um, then my podcast, obviously, the Kirby on Sports podcast as well. Uh, that's, you know, that's what I do along with this as well. But radio, it's been busy, a lot of fun, but lo- really looking forward to starting the high school football season. And uh, one thing that is common through all of these high schools, I think they all have high energy mm-hmm. and they're all together, one group, getting ready for the start of this football season. Love it. We all are looking forward to the football season, whether it be NFL, college, and here at local high school. One last final thought. Give us your Super Bowl winner for this coming year. Jeez. Put, holy. Are you kidding me? One last thought. Dude. And, and yep, you got one, one take at it, one crack. One, dude, you can't do that. <laughs> who is it going to be? You can't do that. <laughs> I'll tell you who it won't be, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. oh. Or the Commanders. Well, one of them. Know. Yes. The, I mean. Is there going to be a repeat? I, could, I wouldn't doubt if Kansas City made it back. Um. Will the Jets take him out? No. No. Not Aaron Rodgers? I, I give the Jets one or two years. I Early, early, early Super Bowl prediction. Jeez, that's tough. Mm. Early, early, I think the Bills. I, I think okay. the Bills hit their ceiling last year, but I think... I think they make a run. Okay. So but that's we're, early, we're early, extracted early. out of you. Even before you talk about it on your own shows, you've heard it here. There you go. Yeah, thank you, Josh. Th- that's subject to change. <laughs> of course. Subject well, to change. Thank you once again for all of your expert knowledge. I appreciate you coming back here a second time on the Iconic Talk. Yeah, appreciate you having me. I really do appreciate it. Thanks again. You got it. Thanks, Josh.
Well, thank you once again, Josh. You are energetic, uh, wealth of knowledge, and yes, I'm sorry I took you off guard with your Super Bowl prediction. I'm sure you wanted, you were hoping to hold out um, for your own version of that Super Bowl prediction episode on your show, but I had to steal the thunder, needed the exclusive here on Iconic Talk. So thank you, Josh, once again. And, uh, you know, look no further, but again, football season is here. Let me just give a quick um, rundown as we lead into our segment of what's happening around us in our community this weekend. Might as well start with football. Here's what I see on the slate of local games. Warren County is going to James Wood this weekend, um, 7 o'clock, so you can see that game at James Wood. Uh, You can also see a home game at Sharando this weekend when Brentsville visits them. Hanley is making a road trip up to West Virginia at Musselman at 7 o'clock, and Millbrook is actually going to be playing on Saturday at Harrisonburg. So if you want to make a road trip for your Millbrook Pioneers, you can head there. Strasburg plays Skyline um, at 7 o'clock on Friday. And you know what? I never really looked up the Clark County. I'm so, all you Clark County got to be able to know. Way. So um, let, me, let me find that real quick because you need to know where they're going to play and when they're going to play. So Clark County Eagles are actually going to be um, playing King William. Um, and they have a home game coming up in a week. It's going to be, oh, sorry. The next game for them is Rock Ridge. Um, so their home game against King William is the following week. Sorry for that little um, just pause in the action there. But Clark County, you're just as important. And you heard Josh Kirby said he's heading there today. So just um, that's the recap of what's happening in our world around us for football. Regarding other events, there's a couple cool things I just wanted to highlight and point out. There is a chill and grill event at um, Harley Davidson store. Um, if you've never been there, they have a. You can go check them out on Saturday between twelve and three. There's also an event at the James Charles Winery. Um, we don't talk about them as much, but they do events and activities as well. This one sounds really cool. A watermelon wine festival. Um, that's going to be from twelve to six. And James Charles Winery is on Middle Road. So um, you get a chance to have some watermelon, get a chance to have some wine. I love their their scenic view from their back um, patio. Um, they have fire pits for you people that want fire pits later in the evening when it gets cooler. But um, this weekend, it'll be full, full summer um, there with your watermelon and wine festival. And then finally, uh, there's a really cool benefit bike tour. Um, that's going to be happening. It's the third annual CCAP Benefit Bike Tour. And you can participate by beginning um, your bike ride at uh, Valley Health Wellness Center. And you actually can, uh, it, it's going to be a charity benefit for CCAP, which is an amazing organization in town. Uh, and, and you can choose to ride a 10 mile bike ride where you get a chance to go around the Glen Burnie and Museum of Shenandoah Valley. Um, route or a 30 or 50 mile bike ride or 70 or you can do the full century 100 mile run if you wanted to uh, get on that bike ride and go so you can get all the information uh, at their website on ccap which is ccapwinchester.org 
and there is going to be uh, opportunities to donate, opportunities to hang out with a lot of different people and do that bike ride for their benefit. So that's what's on the docket this weekend, Valley Region. I love it because there's so many things that we can talk about. We didn't talk a lick about real estate today, and I hope you're okay with that. I love sharing what's happening around town and around the local community. So thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. And we hope you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing you more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. So we just want to thank you for spending your valuable time with us. Um, Take a moment and uh, subscribe if you haven't yet. And also take a moment to just share this podcast with your friends. Uh, You can tell them that they can find us anywhere on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Um, I am using the words we and us because it is a team. It's a group effort. Even though you're just hearing me on today's episode, I want to thank our editor extraordinaire, Simeon Battaglia, and thank our social media queen, Gordon. So until next time, think iconic.